we are going to turn our Bibles to John chapter 2. John chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse 1. John chapter 2 from verse 1. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing twenty or thirty gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the master of the feast. And he took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. After this he went down to Capernaum he, his mother, his brothers and his disciples and they did not stay there many days. Praise be to God. Shall we pray? Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my heart to receive your truth and to keep your truth. Give me an understanding mind, Father. Let me bear much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise be to God. On the third day, there was a wedding that was arranged in Cana of Galilee. Even though in every wedding, the bride and the bridegroom are the most important people there, something takes place here in this wedding where the God of glory, the King of the universe, the King of heaven and earth, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the second person of the Trinity in the Godhead in bodily form 
is there in the wedding. When Jesus Christ was there in the wedding, there was a lack. Suddenly, something unexpected took place. The bridegroom's family had arranged everything, as we see here, for the food and for the drinks and everything. But what they expected didn't happen. Somehow, whatever they planned didn't work out, so to speak, where there was a shortage. Usually people, when they prepare, they make extra so that they won't run out. Something happened here in this wedding. The Bible never says over here that they were not prepared, they didn't have enough money, and because of that they ran out of something that was important to their function. It simply states that all of a sudden they ran out of wine. We see here the power of intercession. Power of intercession. Out of all the people there, one person understood. You know what? The God of heaven and earth is here. I can take this matter to him. And he will do something about this situation. God of heaven and earth is here. The God of heaven and earth. The creator God. The one who spoke the world into existence. The word of God is here. One person understood that. One person out of all the people in the wedding. We see her brothers were there, the disciples were there, but one person who had the revelation of who Jesus was through the angelic visitation, she had the understanding. She heard Anna, the prophetess, prophesy. She heard Simeon, the prophet, prophesy. She heard the angel Gabriel come and give the message from God. She had the revelation of who Jesus Christ was. The only one there who knew, who hid all those things that were revealed to her in her heart. Didn't just keep everything in her heart and not do anything about it. When it was time to put it to use, she did. In that place of lack where it was divinely orchestrated with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came into this world to give himself as a ransom to many and who was going to send the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, into this world, who will come and pour out that new wine, who will give us that latter part of the best wine, the gift of the Holy Spirit, lead us into that new covenant. This was symbolic. It was so important. When that old covenant and the old wine was coming to an end, 
it was necessary for the new wine to be revealed. And it could only come through Jesus Christ. Only come through Jesus Christ. Therefore, the first miracle that was God-ordained in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ, public ministry of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' public ministry, the miracle, the first miracle that needed to take place was turning the water into wine. It was symbolic, very significant. It marked everything in history, in human history, that the Son of God is going to come and change history, where He's bringing an end to the old covenant and beginning this new covenant by sending the Holy Spirit into this world with the ministry of the new wine, the Holy Spirit will begin. In order for that to happen, we needed the intervention of someone there. Someone who cared. Someone who saw the need. God had to use someone there. Even though it appeared like it was of no use, it turned out to be of great value. She just needed to do it the right way. She saw the need, and she didn't say, okay, there's no wine over here. Come, Jesus, and come, rest of my sons, and, and come, the disciples will all go home, and she can go home. It's not my problem. It's not my wedding. These are not my kids. And No. She saw the need there, and she said, I know who can solve this. I have the answer to this problem. How can I just be quiet? How can I just be like the rest of the people who don't have the answer to the problem? How can I just live like the rest of the people who really don't know? And so, she did something with the revelation that was given to her. God is speaking to your heart at this hour. What are you doing with the revelation that God has given to you? What are you doing with what God has revealed to you? With whatever truth you know, with whatever revelation God has given to you about who Jesus is, what Jesus can do, and what Jesus has done for you, whatever you have tasted and experienced firsthand, received from God, experienced from God, whatever healings you've received, whatever miracles you've received, Whatever revelation that God has revealed to you from His Word, through whatever you've been taught through the Holy Spirit from this church, in His presence. What are you doing with that? Mary did something. With the revelations that she got from the angel of God, the messenger of God, and with the revelation that she got from the prophet and the prophetess, and with her own personal encounter with the Son of God, she put all those to use when she saw that there was a need. Mary put to use what was given to her. What are you doing with what has been given to you? Whatever God has given to you, whatever God has done for you, what are you doing with it?
how are you putting that to use when you see people are in lack when you see people are in need of the Savior when you have tasted Him when you know who He is when you have received from Him when you have been blessed by Him are you doing something with what you have received Jesus said this the servant who was given one talent took that and he just buried it he didn't do anything about it he came up with a brilliant excuse that he thought would keep him safe but he was held accountable to what was given to him on the other hand the servants received two talents and five took that and they went out and they put it to use they became useful they multiplied and they were able to happily come back to the one who gave those talents into their hands and say look Lord see what we have done we've multiplied it Lord look two has become four look five has become ten and the master said I'm going to even give you more because you made use of what was given to you Mary made use of what was given to her she came to Jesus and she saw the need she interceded for the needs of the bridegroom's family she came to Jesus and she said Jesus this is what is happening here there's a lack over here Jesus you can do a miracle and Jesus at that point he didn't say well I can't do this I didn't come here for this no he's giving, he's giving a very very apt answer there he says what is your concern have to do with me my hour has not yet come when you read this scripture if you just read it just read it and you just think that okay I read it that means Jesus didn't like Mary coming in bringing this problem to Jesus and that's why Jesus said this and he was like pretty rude to his mom people say all kinds of things which is wrong and not true in those days in that culture whatever translation they translate with a woman was not a derogatory term it was an honorable word Jesus Christ the God of heaven and earth who gave the commandment the Ten Commandments to his people who says honor your father and mother the Bible says he fulfilled all the commandments of the law he he's a fulfillment of the law he honored his father and his mother until he was 30 years old he was under the subjection the Bible says he's a model child model teenager model you young person when you how to honor God and honor his parents 
in this place as God the Son having entered into God's call in his life three and a half years of ministry his beginning he's telling Mary this my hour has not yet come now I'm operating here as a son of God you know that but you must understand one thing that I'm the son of God here if something you want needs to be accomplished then I'm God here people need to listen to me you have to come and ask what should I do instead of coming and telling me instructing me as to what needs to be done when it comes to prayer we have to understand it is very important for us to know how to pray we need to come to God humbly it is very important to intercede we need to know how to intercede Mary came here with the right intention she came with the right heart it was because she came and interceded for the rest of the family there the miracle took place however it did not take place until she understood what Jesus Christ said after the how to approach him is very important we have to approach him as the lord of everything he is the lord of everything and we're not we have to approach him with humility we have to approach him willing to do whatever he would tell us to do whatever god would tell us we need to do we need to be in a position to be ready to do everything that god would tell us to do mary understood oh i went and talked to him as if i would go and talk to my other sons and this is god in flesh i knew that only he can do a miracle that means he's god in flesh for a second because she was his earthly mother she raised him from the time he was born at this point she had to step back because she got the message when jesus said that my hour has not yet come what do i have to do do you hear because this is god in flesh here he's about to do something but the right attitude and the right heart and the right condition for the miracle was necessary before he could do a miracle there it was already determined by god the first miracle is going to happen here nevertheless the conditions must be met and it has to be right he who comes to god must believe that he is he is and he is the reward of them that diligently seek him we must come with faith mary came with faith she knew jesus can do this miracle she knew that she had no doubt about it she also came to him because she knew that he will do it 
She had no doubt about it. Very important, these two qualities are very important. We need to come to God with full faith that He will do this. And we need to come to God knowing that He can do this. Faith in His power and faith in His compassion. When a man who had leprosy came to Jesus, he said, Oh Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. If it's your will, make me clean. And Jesus said, I will. And he made him clean. He took the leprosy away. Mary knew. Before Jesus began his public ministry, based on the revelation, based on what she saw, she witnessed her first hand encounter with the Son of God at home. She knew he can and he will. She knew he's very compassionate. She knew he's very powerful. But she forgot that he was God in flesh. I can't go and tell him like I would tell my other sons do. The moment Jesus addressed that, being a very, very godly, wise woman, she backed off and she knew what to do. She went and told the people, go and do whatever he tells you. She got the point. This is not like my other children. This is the Son of God. He's my God. He's above me. Let me go and tell the servants, you go to him. He's going to tell you what you need to do. When we come to God, we must come humbly before God. Position ourselves to receive the miracle that God has for us by doing whatever He will tell us to do. That means we need to learn to wait on Him. We need to learn to listen to Him. We need to learn to tell Him of our problems in a humble way. In a humble way. Understanding that He is the Lord. And we are not. He is God. And we need to go to Him humbly and ask Him, Lord, this is the problem here. What do I have to do? God will tell you exactly what you need to do in order to receive your miracle. We must understand in every life, in every person's life, we, each one of us, are involved in receiving our own miracles. If you read every story, beginning in the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation, whatever God did, there was a measure of human involvement, the will of a person, obedience to God, faith in God, plays a huge part in positioning oneself to receiving a miracle from God. God is speaking to a heart today from the beginning of time.
from the beginning of time all the way from Genesis to Revelation all the way God involves us doing something for us we must be in a place of total surrender without total surrender we cannot receive anything from god mary understood they understood who jesus was having the revelation of who he was and having the heart to help people seeing the need there coming to intercede for the needs of the people there when she was corrected by the son of god she immediately got the point and she had the wisdom to direct the people to do what they should do in order to receive the miracle do you see the difference between mary and a lot of other people these days the moment the person is corrected many people get offended many people will stop what they're doing and they'll say okay i'm not going to do it what happens as a result of that they forfeit the miracle that god has for them their part that god had for them to play in order for that miracle to take place is gone and when god wants to do something he'll use anyone but who's the loser whoever gets offended and say oh they should have said this way they offended me this is how they spoke in why did jesus have to speak to me like this and he spoke to me like this and i don't want to do but i thought to do to help these people anymore or he insulted me look at all the ways in which satan comes to people and how people entertain the enemy because they're full of themselves when a person is full of themselves when the self is very strong they can get offended very easily because it means very strong but when you look at mary mary was not like that the moment she was corrected she took the correction in a right way in the right way jesus never meant to humiliate her he never meant to put her down no he wanted her to understand that he was divine she got the point she immediately did what she had to do to call the people then say you go do whatever he tells you to do he is the lord i am not he's the lord is jesus the lord in your life what are you seeking from god do you think that you are entitled to that and he has to somehow do it if he doesn't do it you get mad at god who do you think you are think about it how many times you think that you are entitled for something and when it doesn't happen you get mad at god how can you get mad at god who is the lord 
Many times we sing, you are Lord, you are Lord, I and all those things, but when it comes to real life, when things, they don't go your way, get bitter, frustrated, angry, impatient. Why? Because you lose sight of who God is. You forget that He is the Lord. You forget that you are a tiny speck before Him. I'm a tiny speck before Him. It is His grace and it is mercy that He hears us. It's His big heart of compassion that He enters us. It is His heart of love. Out of His heart of love, He tells us to call out to Him in the day of trouble. And He says, I will answer you. How many times do we take advantage of His mercy and His grace and get upset and angry, bitter? Think that He has to answer me my time and if He doesn't do it, then I don't want to read, I don't want to pray and throw tantrums like a rebellious little child who has no understanding of who we are dealing with. We're dealing with the King of the universe, the Lord of heaven and earth. God have mercy. Our attitude and our right before God Almighty Check your attitude when you come before the presence of God. When you come before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Clothe yourself with humility. Mary came. Her intentions were right. Her heart was right. She wanted to help people. But she just rushed in and she came to tell him. When Jesus addressed her. Lack. He told her, this is not the way you come. I know when to do it. This is not the time. She did not get offended. She did not say, well, he said it's not the time and that means it's not going to happen. No. She had the wisdom to say that that means I didn't come to him right away. I need to tell the people to go there and do what he is telling them to do because he is the Lord. I missed it here. He's God Almighty. I was just someone to raise him in this world. She understood her place before God Almighty, God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. She humbled herself and she became a useful instrument in the hands of the Almighty God and became a partaker of the blessing of the first miracle that Jesus did in His public ministry. If you want to become a useful vessel in the hands of the Almighty God like Mary did, it was a humility. You see that? Even when she was a virgin, it was her humility that was so beautiful in the sight of God. God says in His Word, in First Peter, the, the quality, the nature that really attracts God is humility. Meek and quiet spirit, it's so valuable in the sight of God, it attracts Him. Mary, when she was a virgin, she was so quiet, she was devout, she loved God, she was very prayerful and all those things, but She's a humble young girl. When the angel told her what was going to happen, immediately she said, let it happen to me. Everything according to what God said, let it happen to me. I am God's handmaiden. Humility attracts God. The same humility she carried with her for 30 years when she raised Jesus. As he grew, as she was there, feeding him, 
growing him, she saw him grow and she saw that this is the son of God. No matter how familiar we may get with the presence of God, we need to have the reverence of God. Be very careful. When we come to the presence of God, we have to be very careful. Even though Mary was given that great responsibility of raising Jesus, she had to maintain that distance. And Jesus made it very clear here. And the Son of God here. And the Son of God here. You can come and request God, but don't command God. You can come and request. Place your requests before God. But don't throw tantrums before God Almighty. Don't tell God, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to read and pray. If you don't do this, then I'm not going to go to church. If you don't do this, then I'm not going to do what I should be doing for you. Who are we and who is he? We are at his mercy, not the other way around. We have to have the understanding that he is God. We need him. We need him. We need His mercy, we need His grace, we need His miracle. We need to come humbly before Him. If Mary had the wisdom to correct herself, the humility to correct herself, to do it right, right away, to be a blessing for all those people, and for all eternity, the story was recorded there, in this Gospel of John. Because of Mary's humility, she became a partaker in the blessing of God. May God speak to your hearts this morning. If you really want to be attractive before God, you need to be humble. If you want to really be a partaker in God's great harvest, then you have to be humble. You have to be teachable. When you're corrected, when you're told something to correct, the Spirit of God comes and speaks to you. Through whoever God has placed above you, you need to have the humility to receive it and to obey. That's a beautiful, attractive quality before God Almighty. She became a useful vessel in the hands of the Almighty God. Having the heart to intercede is important. Having the humility to cause that intercession to become effective and to see results is all the more important. God is speaking to our hearts today. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord, the God of the impossible, the Lord God of miracles is standing before us this hour. We need to have the right attitude. When we come to the presence of God, humbly come before Him. When we come to the presence of God, we need to seek Him. Seek Him for His blessing. Seek Him for His mercy. Seek Him for who He is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be willing to do what God tells us to do. Not my will, let Thine be done. Thank you, Jesus.
that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mumuji sang her song. She said, Oh, I rejoice in God, my Savior. Hallelujah. To someone who placed high priority to things of God and to God, she gave all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. The miracle that needed to happen took place. And people were willing to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And to do whatever he would tell. That's what she said. Do whatever he tells you to do. Whatever. Whatever it is. Just do it. Even if it doesn't make sense. Do it. He's the Lord. Because miracles belong to God and God alone. Whatever God tells you to do. Even when it doesn't make sense. Just do it. Because he's the miracle worker. When he tells you to do something. You just do it. And he does the miracle. It takes humility and faith. The heart of intercession. To see God do great and mighty things in your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for speaking to your people. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this opportunity to hear your sweet voice, O Lord. Every time you speak to us, it's so refreshing. Every time you speak to us, it is so strengthening. Every time you speak to us, it's so empowering. Because it's the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of power. It's present in our midst. It's our teacher. I thank you, Father. Lord, Continue to bless your people. Help them to grow more into the likeness of Jesus. Jesus humbled himself all the way to the death of the cross so that he can become a blessing to millions and billions of people so that we can inherit eternal life. How much more we need to humble ourselves and walk just like how Jesus walked that we too can be a blessing to many, many people. So I pray, Lord, that you will instill this truth into the hearts of your people. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in the lives of your precious people. That our King and our God be glorified above everything, in every situation, before every single person. Oh, that the purpose for which, Lord, you have created us and placed us on earth during such a time as this, may that be accomplished, O oh Father. So as your servant, Lord, standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, bless your people this day to inherit this blessing that you have released upon your people. They may grow in humility and wisdom compassion for those who are needy that they may become useful vessels in the hands of the almighty God 
by living a life of total surrender to the Master. That they may be channels of miracles that God would use in order to bring miracles to the people for. God alone does wondrous things. And I thank you, Lord. And I bless them with this blessing this morning. Be with them this day. Go with them this day, wherever they're going. The very same presence of God that is here may be with them. Rest upon them throughout this day. Lead them into greater fruitfulness for your kingdom. And I pray, Father, that your glory light be upon them, that every darkness be removed. Oh, Spirit of Truth, every error and every life the enemy be dismantled in their lives, O oh God. And I pray that their vision may become clearer, that their hearing may become clearer, their hearts, O oh Lord, be more open and receptive to the Word of God. They will, Father, may be conformed to the will of God. That their lives may be obedient to the voice of God. And I bless them with this blessing, O oh Father, this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.